Lanius Excubitor, according to the textbooks. Lanius from a Latin word lanio, which means to mangle, tear, rip, or mutilate. Like an excubitor, that is, a vigilante or sentinel, this bird perches high up on branches or telegraph wires, alert to any movement on the ground. An insect, maybe, or a reptile or small mammal. Whichever, it will soon disappear in a feathery flurry of black and white death. The shrike will eat it there or take it off to its larder, where it will be kept for later, stuck on a thorn or a spike. I turned to the girl. Pretty gruesome, eh? She looked surprised. Why gruesome? It's only doing what a shrike does best. Lizard torturing? What a very human interpretation. All it's doing is being a shrike. In fact, when it comes to being a shrike, you can't beat a shrike. I think it's quite impressive. Her matter-of-factness was scary. You don't like it, though, do you? She looked at me with a puzzled expression. There's nothing to like or dislike. It's nature. You're being too human. Was this a bad thing, I thought? Sorry, I was born human, she tutted. My parents were human. In fact, there have been humans in our family for generations. Mind you, there's always been a question mark over my great-uncle Daisy. She was ignoring me. Listen, nature is neither likable nor dislikable. Nature is just, well... Natural. And so was she. So natural. And so wise. That was scary. And I was totally in love with her. That was scary too. Part One. Falling from the Nest. Chapter Two. The Beautiful Stranger. The seventies rose ashes-like from the phoenix of the sixties. With the midi replacing the mini and the maxi replacing the midi, hemlines dropped like the shutters being pulled down on the age of carefree hedonism. I was eighteen, the age when you are the universe and the universe is you. The real world happened in an incoherent blur of meaningless names, unknown places and vague headlines. The narcissism of being an adolescent shielded me from the constant grey drizzle of strikes, the Yom Kippur war, three-day weeks, power cuts, inflation, and Nixon's impeachment in something I think was called the Watership Down scandal. It was a low, nondescript and dispirited decade with the bleak tawdriness of glam rock as its embarrassing background music. They were a decade-long morning-after headache, but significantly, they were also the most formative years of my life. In fashion, hair was huge, and good taste was tiny. I don't think the phrase big hair existed then, but it was the best way to describe mine. Its curliness meant that it grew outwards rather than down. All the clothes then were made of too much material, three-piece suits, double-breasted jackets, wide ties, and expanses of lapel. And so, in 1974, dressed in a dark maroon version of one such fabric nightmare, I arrived, virginal and awkward, in Cambridge to study modern languages, Spanish and French. I was to attend a college called Emmanuel. The cinema across the road was showing Emmanuel. It seemed only appropriate that I should go and see it. Nine times in the first week, in fact. I saw it so often that for years afterwards I was terrified of bumping into Sylvia Christel in the street in case she recognised me from the end of Row W. That said, it was the only meaningful relationship I had in my first year, a sorry state of affairs that I intended to rectify at the beginning of my second. It was 1975, 
a few days before the official start of the new academic year, and a friend of mine, Richard McShee, and I were discussing the lamentable condition of our love lives over a coffee in the market square. Too many blokes, Mac. The odds are stacked against us, I said. He agreed. There are six male students to one female student, apparently. She's not complaining, though, I said with half-hearted humour, realising that comments like that magnified rather than relieved the bleakness of our situation. A pigeon landed on the table and pecked at Mac's sandwich. I attempted to punch it and missed. Oi, that's not nice. Bloody things, I said. Flying rats, you know. Well, actually, said Mac, reminding me that he was studying zoology, they're more like flying reptiles. Birds are descended from reptiles, not mammals. The feather is an evolution of the scale. No shit. Plenty of shit, actually. Mac was pleased with this in a sign student makes joke hold the front page sort of way.